0: Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. All right, welcome to episode two of Talk About Town. How's it going, Malachi? It's going good, brother.
1: Episode two, let's go.
0: Let's do it. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the season the changing season what that means for the inventory in our market what that means for you as a buyer what that means for you as a seller and some stuff going around in, in our area there's a lot of cool stuff coming up
1: st patrick's day monster truck shows i went this weekend to the home and uh, the renovation expo all right well um let's go ahead and get into it issues about selling technically end of winter i mean we've got Two weeks, I guess, left here Um, versus spring. And then if you want to wait all the way until summer, what's your two cents on that?
0: Well, I think that there's definite strategy involved in when you want to sell. There is snow on the ground today. The weather has been awful. I feel like we live in Seattle right now. It's either rainy or freezing out. And I'm about over it. So if I was to put a house on the market right now, Chances are I'm going to have a few people come look at it, but maybe not as many as I want to. And the data really bears that out. I've been looking at it. Uh, If you look at days on the market from, oh, the lowest point was July 18 to where that's about 48 days on the market up to February 19 and we're up to like 70 days on the market.
1: And that even goes to open houses too. I mean, I didn't even think about that. I mean, if you're going to go look at an open house, would you rather go when it's 22 degrees or whatever it is today or wait until it's 70? Yeah. Know?
0: When, uh, when my wife and I bought the house we live in now, we closed on July 1st a few years ago. So we were going to open houses and, and
1: yeah, like you said, the strategy of both sides, I guess it's all competition. If you're a, a seller, do you want to wait and compete with everybody? Or get out there before everybody starts listing their house or even does their own little the first sale by owners or buyers do you want to compete with 30 offers 20 or, or do you want to get out there before everybody else does right
0: because I'd say we're still definitely in a seller's market for sure and if you look at it it really depends on what area of of Louisville or the surrounding areas that you want to buy in. There's some places where, you know, there's not that many houses going for sale. Go ahead and list. Um, There are places where you're going to be in competition with a lot of people because there's hundreds of houses that are going to be listed soon.
1: Yeah. And it even goes, it even goes all the way out to the more outlying areas. Like I said, where I live, Um, even out there, different areas sell better than, in other areas do I mean especially where you're sitting where we're sitting right now is a, a prime area where people want to be
0: yeah the, the houses you know they they're gone as soon as they're listed here around here um, also the um, the price you know if you're if you're trying to sell your house you may want to make wait till May June July but if you're trying to buy I'd say these cold months is when you want to do
1: it but on the other side if you do want to wait until the summer there are more there's more competition as far as listings hitting the market i mean there's it's a two-sided coin to buy and sell to be honest i mean there's pluses and there's minuses you just have to figure out right now people are i mean my phone i don't know what yours but mine in the last week week and a half you can already tell it's starting to ramp up
0: oh it's starting yeah
1: so I've got listings, but then the problem they're running into is lack of inventory, don't want to list because there's nothing for them to buy right now. So, But people have to be sitting, waiting. Like I'm meeting with someone on Wednesday, get pre-approved. If you don't find anything, at least you're sitting there with the letter in your pocket ready to go day one um, in case the perfect house hits the market and you can pull the trigger on it.
0: Yeah, that that's something that is... A factor too, is there just an area you want? Because I know my house was location specific. Mm-hmm. We live right by the school where my kids went. We live in an area we wanted to live. And if it was three streets over, it wouldn't be desirable. But some people don't mind. I've got some buyers that we were looking in four
1: different zip codes. Oh, you have to be in this current environment in real estate either flexible or you might be looking at houses for a long time (laughs) a long
0: a long time Uh, now now we've been talking a a little bit about data and and it might be a little more than people can digest just from a quick podcast do you know anybody who would be able to sit and kind of explain this to somebody
1: like a real estate professional yeah Yeah, I know one right over there. <laughs> yeah, I know one too.
0: If you're looking around Louisville or the area, that your guy's sitting right here. I would love to to break all this down with anybody. I'm sure yeah, you would too, Mallory.
1: For sure, yeah, me too. Um, okay, so if they decide they want to list next week or if they decide they want to hold off until April or if they decide they want to wait until May, June, whatever your your client Say, you know, they call you today and they say they want a list. And they want to – there's certain things that they're going to need to do to get ready. Right. So, the list can vary. We talked about this last week, that every home, every transaction, everything's different. So, you know, I know, I guess everybody almost in the general public knows kitchens and baths. So, like where we're sitting right now, you do a major – we're
0: sitting in my newly re- re- renovated kitchen. And this was, it was a hassle to do, but it was absolutely awesome in the end. And we did a big analysis of should we move or add on. And like I said before, our location is really part of why we're where we are. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff such as basement finishes, number of bedrooms, et cetera, we just weren't going to get the same return from our money if we would move so we we did a big addition how long did that take oh goodness <laughs> we met the people in march had a had a first appointment in april and i think it was it was pretty much done around christmas <laughs> and that's everything because the company that we had built the Built the, the addition was different from the flooring, and that was different from the kitchen. And I, and actually, there's still a, a thing or two that our contractor is going to come do to our kitchen. And if you want an awesome kitchen contractor, so, uh, shoot me a message because I've got a great guy.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, um. So you meet with somebody. They we go over you go over your kitchen, baths. What you know, whatever. Some homes are going to need from new floors, paint, carpet, whatever that may be. Or some of them may just have, have basic.
0: Yeah, basic. you know what? Um, when we sold our last house, the magic eraser was the magic tool. There was, there's so much that you don't realize is dirty. You take a magic eraser, you're like, oh my gosh, this, this looks great now. And you had no idea that there was stuff even, I remember the handrail going down to our basement, we thought, was fine we put a magic eraser down there it was almost embarrassing we were like oh this needed to be done years ago
1: well you said something before we even started and jotted it down there's a fine line of what you want to do and you want to allow if you're the seller the buyer's going to ask for certain things anyway allow them to put that in their repair request i guess or whatever because you certain people can do more things on their own like i've had buyers before like that's no big deal i'll fix that That's nothing. That's what I do for a job anyway. I can knock that out. Where if it was me selling, I would want to fix that. But it worked out to where they, you know, as a buyer, there's like no big deal. Don't even worry about it. I got it. Don't even mess with it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, Depending on how handy your buyer is, I I sold a pretty high dollar listing that came back with a, it was just a list of handyman stuff. But it was a long list. And he Mm -hmm. said, you know, I'll fix that up. And and you may have somebody who's not handy, and there are certain things that the that the seller is going to have to fix. But nine times out of ten, you're going to have a repair list from a contract. You want to allow for that not to be such a nitpicky thing. You know, rare, no house is the perfect house. Rarely is there going to be nothing to do to a Even house. Even new constructions aren't perfect. Even new constructions.
1: <laughs> yeah, and on on that line, like you said, they can... You don't want to leave it, I don't want to say, um, falling down or you know leave too much out there. But there are things you can get before it even gets to the stage of listing it. HVAC, I always tell people before they list it, you can have your HVAC come out, your guy, if you have a guy or whatever. Look it up, do maintenance. They always have to, for some reason, they're always having to put oil on things, clean them, vacuum them, all that stuff. And you can get all that knocked out before you even list the house. And yeah. Cannot- if it's, it could sit for months. And at least you know you've already got that taken care of,
0: and that's not even expensive to do.
1: No, that's uh, I have a little I have a few things like that that I'm always like, knock out the HVAC, have somebody come out, fix that, and then that away too. When you do list it, and somebody comes through when was the last time it was serviced? Yeah, a week ago, yeah, week ago. Two, two weeks ago, yeah. And there's all types of stuff you can have um, flickering lights, somebody can come through, fix all you know, it's you're gonna need to fix it. Yeah, it's gonna make the house. I mean, you have like 16 can lights in here, it makes it show better. You know, and um, pride of ownership goes a long way when somebody walks into a home. As soon as they walk through, if they if they see, they'll pick it apart. If they can see things that they just know, see they'll pick it apart. If they can see things that they just know, somebody's let this place go. go. Hardly find anything because you've already knocked out all the the small little things that you can live with, but a buyer would have noticed. It, it changes their their mind frame, their mindset when they walk in. Wow, somebody's really taking care of this place and it changes their whole perspective just by fixing little things that you probably live with every day in your house. I probably have little things, I got a drawer that won't stay shut, you know, like things like that that it sets them up in their in their head. Yeah.
0: That's a good point too. And really, I think people make their mind up within about 10 seconds of walking into a house
1: or before they even walk in. Or before they even walk in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, curb appeal that's what i'm doing a listing uh consult tomorrow and i'm like you'd be surprised even though with the internet and the the videos and everything we have people will still drive the neighborhood or they'll just go drive around and they'll pull up out on the road and they'll decide right then and there if they're even going to mess with walking inside or not that's true i tell people bags of mulch landscaping all that out there in the front that's gonna i mean it doesn't always i'm not saying every single person curb appeal is the biggest deal but a lot of times, if they pull up and it looks like a junkyard, they're not even going to mess with calling the agent, or calling you, whoever, and setting up the appointment.
0: That's true. But having it, you know, a good screen door goes a long way. Yeah.
1: Um, I'll find out about that tomorrow I go pick up the <laughs> yeah. door.
0: And we changed the, um, the carpet in our main room at the last house we lived at before we sold it. Did um, touched up paint, changed the carpet looked like a new place. And it, it wasn't that expensive to do. It cost a little bit of money, but not
1: a lot. Oh, you'll get your return on investment. Yeah, we time with stuff did. like that. Yeah, and everybody today, they watch, uh, oh, I can't think of any of the names of those shows. Uh, all those Flip My, flipper Sale, or <laughs> I, I don't know. Flip
0: this, Flip whatever city, Flip everything. Yeah, so
1: you know our job anymore, I've had people walk into open houses just random people off the street and tell me, the house is overpriced, and I ask them what brokerage they work for, and they don't like that. <laughs> but they watch enough TV to, to know. But you and I, what's crazy? crazy thing about I think about this all the time. Some people will only go in 10 houses in their whole life, their house, their mom's house, their best friend's house. I've walked in 15 houses in one day. Yeah, like We see – I take pictures of stuff sometimes, and I see a really cool idea out front. I'm like, I want that at my house. But, I mean, we know – when we we're professionals. I mean, we know what sells, what doesn't sell. I mean, that's, that's what our, whole, our, our job is. Um, but uh, like I said, carpet, you can put a, a cheap roll of carpet, and that'll boost your price big time. And it keeps somebody from picking it apart. Like, you know, where they would walk through, this carpet's worn out. You know, you need to replace it. To, instead, they walk through and like, oh, my God, there's brand new carpet in here. This is great. It can just be the basic tan. But new versus, like we were talking about, since you walk in that front door, They see brand new carpet; they're automatically um, change their mindset. Yeah, they're ready to buy. Yeah, they're they're ready to buy your house.
0: So change your carpet.
1: Yeah, change your carpet, and I don't (laughs) know, (laughs) sell it.
0: But if you're if you're gonna stay in your house long term, there's other stuff that you need to do too.
1: Oh, spring maintenance wise. Yeah, that's um, what I'm getting ready to get into. That's what I I I went to Lowe's once before I came here. Now I'm going to Lowe's. When we get done here, uh, I have a whole list of, uh, and I've taken this from different articles. But and you also you got to think about this. This doesn't apply to everybody. I mean, somebody that lives in a condo doesn't even have to do anything outside. Like they don't, no, they don't even
0: touch it. Whenever I help a buyer buy a condo, I always get a little jealous of their their upcoming maintenance of their <laughs> free of their ne- outside,
1: never cutting grass again. Um, yeah, me too. They uh they don't have to deal with clogged gutters, cleaning gutters. I have to clean my gutters in the spring and the fall, and I had a gutter guy come out and look at it, and he told me it's more important to clean it in the spring, you would you would think, with the leaves in the fall. All those fluffy, whatever, it comes off all your trees. Oh, yeah, and
0: like the little helicopters around here, you know, those little guys. Yeah, well,
1: they, they clog them up and do more damage than the leaves do. Dang. I know. Uh, he told me that, too. It was pretty wild. But... um. So so the list can be, if, if you're, you know, my yard's probably, I have a three-quarter acre, so I have a little bit more grass to cut and upkeep to do than uh, yeah. I'm sure you do. But uh, all the basic cleaning windows, I bought this Windex, ex- outside Windex. It's pretty cool. You spray it on, rinse it off, and it cleans your windows. That's just pretty cool. It's kind nice. of a lazy, lazy man's uh, window <laughs> cleaner. Yeah, and... I don't know if you saw this on Facebook, people were sharing this about the dryer vents, cleaning them out on the outside. Have you ever thought about that?
0: Uh yes, I have thought about it.
1: <laughs> like they're a huge fire hazard. If you don't paint like not six months, you don't have to do it like every couple of months, but the article that's what they, they showed people pulling out. Now mine, my dryer's on one side of the wall and it's it's literally ten inches of but some people that dryer vent runs. Yeah, mine across drives, the,
0: mine's in the basement. Yeah. So it goes a lot further. Prime
1: example. Yeah, you. Uh, I'm sure you stay on top of it, but uh, if not, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they can be pretty dangerous um, with the dryer vents. So dryer vents, cleaning your windows, cleaning your gutters. I'm getting ready to do a whole yard overhaul, and I've been reading. Uh, I don't know the exact process: dethatching, aerating, overseeding, fertilizing, all that. Um, I'm going to try it on my own and see, see gonna, what happens. I'm going
0: to try to grow a little more ga- uh, grass in my place. Um, we have a whole phased backyard redevelopment plan going on. Um, that It's about phase one, two, and three. One, it, it involves even cutting down a whole tree and everything. So
1: Your yard's are perfect for it. Have you seen those new uh, electronic lawnmowers that it's like the Roomba for your yard? Oh, your backyard would be perfect for that. Have you seen them? Husqvarna makes them. Um, there's a couple companies that just done. You said You can get an app on your phone. Cut your backyard. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So that would be. That's a perfect contender. That would. And <laughs> my
0: front yard's not even that big either.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they, how they put the invisible walls up or whatever the hell they do, but uh, I know your backyard would be would be perfect for it.
0: Yeah. Well, our our problem with our backyard is we share it with the dogs and part of our phase plan involves separating them from the human part of the yard so that we don't have to deal with their waste uh on a daily basis and so that we can kind of take it back but it uh it's it's a little bit of a headache coming up of everything we're gonna do but it'll be worth it in the end
1: oh for sure and then there's all the the pressure washing uh our whole entire driveway with it being new concrete and that light color, it has leaf marks. Like just like little oh, leaves yeah. have left all. So, I mean, I've got, I have plenty of things to do. Uh, and that's what, like I said, we were talking about. The You could probably not even do some of those if you're planning on selling. Like, you know, like you that's could probably true. get by with over like all this stuff. I'm talking about overseeding and all that. You, you know, if you're moving out, I wouldn't even mess with it. But cleaning out the gutters, that comes back quite a bit on an inspection report. I don't yeah, know if it remember. does.
0: And seal in the gutters. Because yep. sometimes they'll have little holes in them and won't operate properly. Not holes, yep. but like at the seams. Yep. Um, I remember the, the people that we bought our house from, our, our backyard is really shielded from the sun a lot. The grass doesn't grow very easily back there. And they were trying their darndest, even with dogs back there, to grow grass. And when we bought it, we were like, why would they even bother doing that? So yeah. that, that's a really good point that things like that, there's just really no no point in having to do that.
1: Yeah, I downloaded this app the other day. Um, it's called Home Spring Cleaning. It gives you a checklist, and you can customize it. Um, it's not looking at it right now. It's not dead-on perfect, but it gives you inside and outside. So, I mean, because we're only talking about outside spring stuff, but as far you know, you pull out your refrigerators. There's tons of cleaning that's getting ready to take place in these next couple of weeks. But this gives you a um, – a full kitchen, break down room by room, family living rooms, uh, cleaning the upholstery. You know, you can do wax, polish, furniture, vacuum, clean up, you know, um, and you can add items, remove items. It's not, it could use some improvement if you ask me, but uh, for a basic checklist, like we started one in our, like with a piece of paper, like we've been adding stuff. Oh yeah, we need yeah. to do this when we start it. Um, it's probably going to take us two weeks to do everything I want, but uh and if
0: it's, you want to get this app, just ask uh, me yeah. or Mal what yeah. it is.
1: It's cool. Um, we don't
0: we don't work for them, so yeah. yeah come yeah. to us directly.
1: Yeah, that's just pressure wash. If you know, uh, gutters are always for some reason gutters are always everybody's number one. Well, maintenance list.
0: I, I think gutters are gutters are underappreciated because a lot of times uh, basement issues with moisture and stuff are directly oh, yeah. related to the gutters
1: yep and then that same hvac maintenance we were talking about you should do that if you're going to stay there maybe not yearly they always talk about i think when you see commercials seasonally spring and fall uh but i don't know if you need to do it that often every six months i mean sure it can't hurt but uh at least once a year
0: yeah we we should have that looked at too we're actually um we're gonna have to do kind of a experiment here but we may have to Increase the size of our furnace, really? Our AC, yeah, because of the the addition we did to our home.
1: Yikes! Just the square footage added on to it. Is gonna...
0: Yeah, and the square footage and the way it is, because it's really open now, so it's not bound by walls that are easy as easy to heat.
1: Oh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> we don't know yet. We're gonna add some insulation first and see if that helps.
1: Okay. All right. Well, non real estate stuff. Uh, we it's kind of real estate we talked about it a minute ago uh we went to that home garden and remodeling show i think it's called this weekend for the first time um and everybody that we talked to that's been going for 15 years said it was the smallest and like the worst it's ever been i mean if you go in there where'd the one you said you went to the
0: one that we went to which was last year so we're not allowed to go anymore because we went and ended up
1: redoing your your house house.
0: Uh, which we're real happy with now it it just really um living through a remodel they don't show that part on on hgtv yeah (laughs) where where your uh kitchen becomes a microwave in the basement but we we went to that one and that one was actually at a hotel whereas this one i believe was at the exhibition center
1: yeah um where that was that was in the south wing Everybody said that they had had these curtains up and they said it used to go wall to wall and it just, they said it keeps getting smaller and smaller every year. I wouldn't know because, like I said, this is my my first year. I really didn't go with any intent. Like, I wasn't going there to buy anything or I have no, I don't have anything to buy or look for. We just went to get out of the house and go check out everything. Oh, and I put on Facebook uh, that $18,000 hot tub i saw that
0: it looked nice that
1: yeah yeah it was nice it, wi-fi bluetooth <laughs> um it had a rowing machine in it uh it was every bit of probably 12 foot long maybe uh the way the guy explained it to us he was like this is you know you can swim here it had a, the rows the oars in it to where you could practice rowing he's like and if you want to at this end this is where you can just use it for a hot tub i'm like so this gigantic machine this this hot tub you can use this corner right here, or the rest of it, you can go swimming and hook up to your laptop or whatever you <laughs> want. Um, but no, I mean, it was all right. We walked through it for maybe two hours, something like that, but uh, if you if you went there with an objective to, you know, there was everything from beds to, I mean, cabinets and, you know, all that good stuff, uh, lawn mowers, but we just went to to check it all out and it was all right. Uh, I haven't, no, I don't have, I can't compare it to anything because.
0: Right. Well, ours—the one we went to was not that big, but we—we we didn't go. We didn't go say, "Hey, we are going to go redo our kitchen." But we said, "Let's go talk to somebody." You
1: got sold.
0: Well, <laughs> we were willing to be sold at the time, right? Because it was something we had discussed, and we actually talked to one company and explained what our our objectives were, and they referred us to a different company. So we thought we were probably talking to the right people then, and um, so. We just pulled the trigger. I don't know. it's, it's been real positive now that the uh, the awful experience of living in a renovation zone is past.
1: So did you meet them like these the guys that did all this? You just met them down there and just started there.
0: Uh, well, they had they had salesmen there, and we yeah. made an appointment, and then the oh, okay. the guy comes, the bidder comes, and at the appointment, and he did some sketches with us, gave us some prices, and and it, it was a whole back and forth for a long time, but I got you. Yeah.
1: Like I said, that's supposed. It's kind of like non-real estate related, but it actually ended up still sort of being real estate. Yeah.
0: Well, the the monster truck show is not so real estate. That's related. what I was getting
1: ready to say. March sixteenth. Uh, uh, where is it? KFC Yum Center. Oh yeah. So um, it's the Hot Wheels Monster Truck Show. We plan on going. I've been to. I don't know. Ten monster truck shows.
0: I've been to one. We took um, my son, who's, he's fourteen now, but he was in like. First or second grade and took some of his friends to um, to one of the monster truck shows for his birthday. And it, it was pretty wild, really.
1: Oh, the indoor ones are so much more loud than the outdoor ones. I, mean, I had still, no idea. I mean, they're they're still both incredibly loud. But, you know, when you're outside in a, a fairground setting compared to inside a college basketball arena, it, yeah. it tends to box you in a little bit more. But, um, I mean... Like I said, they're fun. We'll, we'll probably end up taking the whole family down there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Scarlett. I guess we can put some
0: Yeah, put some on some, some her. headphones on
1: them. I don't know if she'll be afraid of them or not. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, yeah, so there's that coming up before our next podcast. We've got the Monster Truck Show, uh, St. Patrick's Day. I guess if the Monster Truck Show is on the 16th, the next day. St. Patty's Day. Is, is the 17th. You
0: I'll do, be my uh, my oldest son i just mentioned he will be will be out of town for a soccer tournament on saint patty's day weekend uh and actually on a personal note uh before that coming up it's actually tomorrow the day after we're recording this i am having a oh, yeah. knee surgery yeah. um i am i feel like i'm too young to be having it but i'm getting new parts <laughs> tell people i'm becoming darth vader right, right. Uh, <laughs> i'll be mostly machine after this yeah uh knock on wood I, I, it should be very routine and normal but it'll take a little recovery
1: is it the same knee
0: same knee i've I've had lesser procedures done on it to try to avoid what i have to have done oh i so, didn't know that.
1: yeah how long you'll be
0: down probably not walking or driving for a week or two and then doing pt for couple months to get back to full strength
1: bummer just get it over with especially before like you said spring gets here and all that good stuff
0: yeah I mean I, I expect to be very busy with work you coming
1: golf? up You, go, are you a golfer?
0: Um, a I am a reformed golfer okay. my dad golfs a lot yeah and he he had me play when I was younger tried to kind of instill his love of the game to me but it just wasn't my thing
1: Damn, I love playing golf. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and then what else, what are the dates we got here? Day, uh, the 10th, six days from now. So next Sunday. Yeah. We losing our sleep.
0: We're going to That's daylight it. savings time though, yeah. which means, and I'm an early riser and I got kids that go to school. It won't
1: even affect you. Will. It? Like you're, you're no, like,
0: you're, well, no, but I like the sun being up. Oh yeah. At, at a normal time. Oh wait, it actually, it, no, it comes up later because it, sta- it gets dark later. So yeah. it, in the morning it's bad, but at night it's good. But then in the summer it's up early, up late. The, whole, the sun's just always out there for a while, and I like
1: that. They said on the news the other day from March 1st to the 31st um, we pick up an hour and 41 minutes or something like that of daylight this month. So, man, these next 30 days – man yeah, i I love
0: it I, I think about like what what is our body made to do with oh. the with the sun being out so much more? I have so much more energy in the in the summer and I know when when it gets dark at five thirty in the winter I'm like I don't know I'm ready for bed at six oh,
1: cabin fever right now is running rampant like i'm every day every time we look up and it's six o'clock and the sun's still kind of poking you know we can still see a little bit yeah. me and chris are both looking like it's almost it's almost yeah, here. it's coming we we like to be outside we will sit on the back porch no matter what anyway so i mean if the, if the sun's up and it's nice weather so um no we're i'm looking forward to longer days that's just that's a fact and then uh but daylight savings is part of you have people that are like anti like the the setting the clocks forward and back and all yeah that stuff. And and i think indiana's trying to there's some in Indiana. They're there's a place to do away in Arizona that, right? too. Or, huh? There's,
0: there's a place in Arizona too that doesn't do it.
1: Oh, no, yeah, Arizona, I think the whole, the whole state, state just does Maybe. Participate. And, and there's parts of Indiana, <laughs>
0: and we live right on the tip of the Eastern Time Zone. So the time, yeah, if you're going to Indiana or somewhere close, you, a lot of times you have to oh, look ahead uh, and test the see what time it is.
1: Yep. All right. Well, uh like I said, Daylight Saving. This is this is all like I said, just before our neck I mean, our next one's in two weeks from now. I don't yep. know what that date is. But these are just things like I said that in the next two weeks if you want to get out. There's all kinds of festivals. We're going to some craft on the thirteenth, uh, I think, up in Lexington, the horse park. They're having some big Kentucky crafted festival. We're gonna to go to that. Yeah, that those looks going be cool. Yeah. There are all kinds of food and crafts and all that. So we're gonna do that. Anything to just get mobile get going get yeah it people out will be of, out and about out of the house looking at houses yep, <laughs> yep. and <laughs> it'll
0: it'll have me uh ready to get this recovery over quick so that i can go and do all this fun stuff so yeah i'll sure. keep everybody updated with my change to darth vader and uh in the meantime good luck man thank you
1: yep all right well um i think that's about it that's all i've got
0: yeah so in the meantime, everybody, we'll, uh, we'll
1: see you in a couple of weeks. Yep. See you guys later. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.